Beach Book Writing Can Be a Family Affair. Learn how my special guests made that happen in today's Journey to Kid Lit podcast, episode 20. Welcome to the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Sickle, and each week on the show, we'll discuss what it takes to write, publish, and market your kids' book. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Writing Binder, the number one resource all children's book writers need to go from idea to finished kids' book. To learn more, visit journeytokidlit.com slash ultimate writing binder. Hey there, and welcome to the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Sickle, as always. And today I have a very special guest with me, Megan Pagetti. How are you doing, Megan? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Brooke. I'm excited to be here. Yes, thanks so much for doing this. I'm excited. So for everyone listening, will you tell us who you are and why you decided to write books for kids? Um, I'm Megan Pagetti, and I have always loved kids, and I have a couple of my own now. But I started this venture because I had a family tradition that I wanted to share with the world because I had so much fun with it when I was a child, and my children have fun with it now, and I thought everyone should enjoy it as well. I love that. Yeah. So your book is called Fairy Tale, Fairy Tailed Wish. And so what's the inspiration? What's the, what's the thing behind that then? Well, essentially the birthday fairies come when a child makes a wish to be fairy tailed on their birthday Eve. Um, and what it is, is they decorate the child's room with toilet paper in the night. And when the child wakes up in the morning, they're room is fairy tailed and tailed is spelled t-a-i-l-e-d kind of like the birthday fairies have tails behind them as they're decorating the room in the night and it's fun because children kind of have a hard concept of grasping time and so a lot of times when they wake up in the morning of their birthday they ask is it my birthday and instead of that they know from the second they open their eyes that it is their birthday and they're excited and surprised and they get to either rip down the fairy tales or ninja through them and have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that's, you're a very great mom for letting them TP, for TPing their rooms. <laughs> well, I, I don't. The birthday fairies do. Well, that's true. You're, you let the fairies <laughs> in to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. You um, chose to self-publish this. So why did you make that decision? What led you to that? Um, it was just something I wanted a lot of control over. Um, the pictures as well as the words and how the process went. And I also wanted to get it out there fast. Um, it was a family tradition and something that I wanted my mom to kind of help with and have stay with over the pictures as well. And it was fun doing that with her. And I thought that would be more fun than possibly working with an agent or a publisher. So yeah. I think that's so cool. Cause then you got to be like really involved together and it could be like your project, like as a unit instead of just you alone. That's awesome. Yeah. It was more of a family project. Oh, I love that. So what did you learn or what would be some advice that you caught on to as you were going through the process of self-publishing? Do a lot of research and definitely ask for help along the way. I found that there's a lot of people you can reach out to and ask questions that have been there before and that can help with a lot of the hiccups. But really it's trial and error and having other people do the parts that you don't understand. So hire it out and it's better to do it right than 
get it wrong and have to do it over or have it look amateur. Um, because hiring, I hired out the illustrations that definitely wasn't my forte. I just gave very detailed notes as to what I wanted it to look like and made sure I had somebody who would do a good job and make it come out that way so that my vision could come to life without me having to do the art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I think it's very smart to outsource because a lot of people try to do everything themselves, whether or not it's to save money or they just feel like they don't know anybody in the connection to do it. And it really does help because especially take away some of that pressure. You have so much to do. Yeah. Looking online, the writing community really is strong. And if you get on social media, you can just ask questions and there will be people there to answer them. Yeah. What platform do you find is the best? Facebook, Twitter? It depends on what you're looking for. I'm actually on all of them, but if I just have a quick question I want to ask, I think there's certain groups on Facebook that help, but I can also ask it on Twitter and somebody will get back to me as well. Yeah, that's cool. Well, your book came out during quarantine, almost like right as soon as everything was shutting down. So how did that affect the launch of your book or did it? Um, I think it greatly affected it considering toilet paper is involved and there was a crisis. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Luckily, the last line of my book is, please be responsible and reuse or recycle your fairy tales, which is something that we've always done. Um, and that line was in there pre-COVID, but you know, it's the things you can't plan for. You just have to roll with it and go with the flow. Wow. Yeah. And I bet even if you were to do like a social image of you, like having a room that's all covered in toilet paper, people would have been not so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I had a few comments that it was maybe wasteful, but I, I really don't think it is because the birthday fairies don't use a lot of toilet paper and we always would put it in a bag after and the kids yeah. use it in their bathroom. It, you know, it's fun and it's a tradition. It's kind of like homecoming, you know, like, yeah, especially yeah. during quarantine when you can't have a big birthday party and there were some drive-by parades for kids. But this is a way to make it special and memorable and start a new family tradition when you can't have all the big parties that you used to be able to have. So yeah. I think it's a good time to start something new and memorable and childhood memories are just priceless. I love that. And then that's something too, like if they, if you were to do it now, like, well, everyone's having to have in-home birthdays. I mean, that's something you can continue forever. Yeah. Like family, you've done it for a long time. And it is cheap. Yeah. And it's cool. Like kids love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, let's talk about your site because you have a really awesome site for your books called Fairy Tales. Um, is it called fairytaledwish.com? Yeah, fairytaledwish.com. Yes, and we'll have the links to everything on the podcast tab on Journey to Kidlet, so don't worry about trying to write it down. But, um, yeah, so let, tell me, did that come before the book? Because you have a blog on there. How did that all come about? Um, I started that during the process of writing the book. Um, and on there, I also have Family Book Club, where I review other people's picture books and have interactive questions to help families start to read together and come up with interactive questions after reading a picture book together to help um, children's and families 
think critically after reading a book so that they can discuss it together and help talk about the illustrations and what they read and maybe do a t- an activity together after. I love that. So I guess I have a two-part question then. So one side focusing just on your book and the one on the um, book reviews. So how do you think a site has helped your book personally? Um, the site has helped my book just get more of the word out there um, and help people find it a little bit easier. I think it's important to have an online presence. And what was the second part of the question? And so then um, as far as like running a blog and being a book reviewer, I know that's really time consuming. So do you have any like suggestions? Would you suggest someone who was trying to create an online presence have one? Do you have any tips for that? Um, I think having a blog for me, it's fun. I found that marketing is a hard aspect of being a self-publisher and I just wanted to support other authors. I think it's a way to give back and to help make more connections within the community. So it's a way for me to support others. As I looked for people to review my book and get the word out there, I found there aren't a lot of people reviewing picture books. So I thought if I could help others and do that, I wanted to be able to do that on my blog. Yeah, that is so cool. I love it. So what's one of the favorite things that you have about sharing these books with families? Uh, The ability to help children broaden their Um, questions and thinking critically about books and families to just look at picture books a little bit differently and not just read it and put it away. But I think parents sometimes have trouble going a little bit deeper into the book and knowing what to ask on each page or after they finish reading it or involving both the little children and a little bit older ones or to look at the pictures a little bit deeper and not just turn the page quite as fast, but to let them, the children look a little bit deeper into what the drawing is or what the illustrator is trying to communicate on each page. Yeah, that's cool. And then it really helps kids to really see books like deeper. And then they're not just like, Oh, that was good. And then they, toss it, move on. Like they get a lot more out of it. That's a really cool concept. Yeah. I think they're more likely to pick it up again than and look at it a second time after talking about it with their parents as well. Yeah. And that just helps them later. Like in life, they can be better critical thinkers and, you know, when they're reading their own books or something too, once they move yeah. to picture books. Yeah. That's cool. Um, So as a reader and a book reviewer, what is something that's really important to you when you're reading a a children's book? Um, I think I'm able to find the good in all books. So for me, it's just the story and making sure something happens on each page. I like to look at the illustrations and see that they enhance the writing and help the process as well and that it's something different and not just what's stated in the writing. So that's always nice to see. Um, One of my questions is always, which is your favorite illustration and why? I like to have that because as I read to my children, that's something they always like to go back and look through and decide on. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and they take so much work, all those illustrations. They are. There's really two people involved in picture books and the writer and the illustrator. And sometimes they're the same person, but it's both a lot of work. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, do you have anything that you're working on right now that has you really excited? Um, I do. I have a second fairy tale book coming out, Fairy Tale Trouble. So hopefully that one will be coming out in the next couple months. Awesome. That's super exciting. You'll have to let us know when it does. So yeah. do they have the tales in this one too? Um, so it's a the same three fairies involved, and you'll have to see what happens as they get in trouble in this one. I love it. Yes. Um, so where should they go if they want to stay in touch with you? Um, you can go to my website and all my social media handles are on there and as well as a contact form. Perfect. Yes. And social is a great spot because I know Megan posts a lot. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll have all the links so that way you can find it too on the site. But um, finally, last question, what's one piece of advice you would give to an aspiring author? What would it be and why? Um, write a lot and read a lot. So I guess that's two pieces, but if you read a lot of children books, good or bad, you can really get an idea of where you want your writing to go. Love that. And if you can read with other children, that's even better because you can kind of get an idea of their reaction and what they like. Yeah, that's great. I love this. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for sharing everything and being a wealth of knowledge. This has been fun. Thanks for having me, Brooke. Thanks so much to Megan Pigetti for joining me today and sharing her publishing journey with us. Hopefully she inspired you to write your own book together with your own family. If you'd like to learn more about Megan and her book, Fairytailed Wish, visit the podcast tab under episode 20 for all of today's links. Well, that about does it for today's episode of the Journey to Kid Lit podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you have a thought about today's episode or a suggestion for future ones, send me an email or reach out to me via Twitter. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a review. And while you're there, subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.